Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Singer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations. This is Kelly Fox, and we are here talking about the 12 Steps to Freedom, and we are on Step 10, Trust, and I'd like to welcome, yeah, I'd like to welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing, Terry? I'm doing great. It's been a wonderful day. It has, it has. And we are super excited to have on the show with us tonight one of our favorites, Debbie Turnus. How are you doing tonight, Debbie? Oh, sorry. She's actually not <laughs> turn, her on. Mm. turn her on. Turn her on. I thought I should turn it on. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll bring her in when she gets here. But um so we're going to be talking about hearing our intuition and following our intuition. And we kind of talked a lot about that last month. So I'd like to, I'd like to hear kind of like maybe how it changes when we're talking about it with trust instead of with uh, intention. And so um, we can get into that. And, um, but I really, I really love, I really love step 10 of trust. Um, because trust, I think, is, is such a huge thing for me. Um, it's where everything starts. And so um, I love when we were talking last week with Shay Sparks about um, an understanding. And I think that that can kind of play into intuition as well. Understanding uh, the difference between your intuition and your voice of fear. Um, understanding... Um, you know, how to listen, how to take action, how to go forward and trusting yourself to do that. And one of the things that came up when we were talking last week um, was that I, I trusted, I saw it as I trusted my, my higher, my higher power um, to keep putting one foot of the one foot in front of the other to, to do the things that I felt like I was being led to do or that I needed to do, or I I felt inspired to do and to be able to do that, which is listening to my intuition, following my intuition, but to be able to do that, I would have had to trust myself. Right. And I don't think I, I don't think I'd ever given myself credit for trusting myself to do those things. I saw it more as I was trusting on, my higher power, which is my heavenly father, that I was trusting on him and never really gave myself credit that that would also have required me to trust me. So that was a really cool thing. And I think that that is part of, you know, you can hear your intuition. You can, you can listen to it or you can not listen to it, but um, that that's all coming, you know, that you have to trust yourself to follow that intuition, regardless of where you think it's coming from. You know, if you feel like it's coming from your higher power, you think it's coming from the universe or spirit or, or whatever you, whatever you call it, you have to trust yourself to be able to 
to trust that it's coming from that source and to trust that it's, you know, that it's, it's something to follow and, and yeah. to move forward on that. So I thought that was a really interesting thing that came from last week's discussion. And I mean, this is our fourth year of going over these steps and, and still I'm coming up with new things. I'm having new awarenesses. I'm, I'm getting still more information from these steps. And that's what I think is so awesome about these, about these steps is that there's like an endless source of growth and expansion and transformation that you can get from them. Um, which is why I love that we, we continue to share this information and share it with other coaches, right? We bring on other people with other points of view and other standings and other ways of, of saying things because that. Continue, that's how we can continue to grow and expand and, and move forward. Yeah. No, I think that, I think that's really interesting when you talk about trust, uh, you know, and intuition in the same, you know, at the same time, because I think intuition and trusting your intuition has a lot to do with faith. And I think that faith and trust are, are really kind of like, not exactly synonyms of one another, but that they definitely are connected. And mm-hmm. I think that when you have faith that your intuition is coming from your higher power, then you're able to trust that because you have faith. And I, I think I was reading uh, not long ago about faith, and and I I I think I was listening to a talk um, from one of our our uh, general authorities in our church, and he was talking about faith of a mustard seed. And my mother always wears around her neck this little uh, necklace that has a mustard seed in it to remind her of how important faith is in her life. And I think that there's so much power in faith, and the power in faith is the ability to trust that you can do something, you can change something, you can see things differently, you can forgive, you can move forward, you can face your fears just you know so i think faith and trust are really closely intertwined and sometimes another word added to the equation makes it more clear for some people and so for me because there's so much power in language and we have totally different interpretations sometimes of the same word and people that might balk at trusting themselves they might be able to have faith in themselves. So to me, it's not that they're exactly the same, but they're in the same family. And so uh-huh. faith breeds trust, and trust breeds faith, you know. And uh-huh. it could be faith in higher power. It could be faith in your um, your wisdom. It could be faith in your experience. It could be faith in your, um, you know, your the the work that you've done in order to prepare for something, knowing that you're prepared and having faith in that, which can overcome fear. So I think faith and trust are closely related. I don't know if that makes sense. It, it does to me, and, and that makes me think of something that uh, that Jennifer Sparkle Johnson said um, when she when we were talking about fake it till you make it, and how she said face it till you make it. And so if when you when you think about it in the word in the terms of inner, you know. Um, moving around faith and trust, trust it till you make it, I think is pretty cool too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So faith, what did you say? Did you say faith it? Yeah. 
like isn't F-A-I-T. that what she called it? She said, "Yeah, faith instead of fake, fake yeah, it yeah. until you make it. Instead of fake it till you make it." Um, yeah. But yeah, but um, speaking of these amazing coaches that come on our show and share their wisdom with us, that keeps expanding our view and our listeners. Our amazing guest coach is here, and so I want to bring her in on the conversation. How are you doing tonight? Deborah Turner. Thank you for having Mm. me again. I'm always so happy to be here. I love that you're talking about faith and trust. One of the other Mm -hmm. words that I have grown to, like, really depend on or one of the – I'm not even sure. It's one of the tools that I rest on very often um, is surrender. Because when I surrender, Mm -hmm. like the control, my expectations, what do I think it should be, how should people act, like all those stories, when I surrender, I really tap into trusting my intuition and trusting myself and having faith that I will be provided for, faith that I'm going to be safe, that things are going to work out in the way in which they're supposed to. And I know that, you know, that can sound trivial or cliche but when I was going through a really tough time after my divorce I had you know one of my children refused to speak to me for four Mm. years and so it was yeah he was 14 you know really tough time for boys anyway Um, but there were two things that I really rested on and that was trust and surrender I had to trust mm-hmm. that he would find his own way, that he would be led on the right path, and I had to trust myself to let go and to have the yeah. faith and the trust that things would would be okay. And, yeah. You know, I'm not saying it, it wasn't easy. I cried a lot because, you know, mm-hmm. my children are everything to me, and those were the two things. I had to trust and I had to surrender. Otherwise, I'd drive myself insane, and I couldn't do that. Yeah. I needed to get my I needed to get myself together. <laughs> you know, I needed mm-hmm. to be a better version of myself. Yeah, <laughs> so I, that's, I, one. that's that's so true. That surrender is certainly a part of faith and trust. Because in order to surrender, you have to to have faith that everything will be okay. It'll yeah. all work out. You know, and It'll I just similar experience uh, with most my son still going through it. And and it wasn't until I was able to surrender it, and I think it was surrender it to faith, <laughs> you know, and yeah. uh, know that it's going to work out. It's going to be what it is, you know. So, yeah. um, and that just released yeah. all of that worry. Yeah. It does. And you don't have to, mm-hmm. like, tell yourself stories. You don't have to make stuff up. You're not busy filling your mind with, things that are untrue. Yeah, yeah. And you're able to keep your eyes wide open and be aware and be, um, you can really hone in on your intuition when you have that space to do it. Mm-hmm. I think also trusting yourself to know what's yours and what's not yours, right? Yeah. Like yep. your son had his own process to go through. And you had your process to go through and to trust that you are responsible for your process and he is responsible for his process, you know? And yeah. I think that that's, I think that that's a huge thing too, 
You know, I mean, I feel like I take on a lot of people's energy. I take on their emotions. I take on their problems. And it was a long time before I realized that that's what I was doing. Like I would have, I would have conversations with uh, my girlfriends or, or, you know, you you know, like uh, my sister or something like that. And they, they'd be having, you know, struggles with their husband or they, or they were going through a divorce. And then I'd get off the phone and for like three hours, I hated my husband, (laughs) you know, because I had taken on, I had taken on all of this energy and all of this, you know, all of what they were, they were going through and what they were telling me. And once I was able to realize that like, this is not how I feel about my husband. This is how they feel about theirs, or this is how they're feeling about their situation. And I was able to like, then get off the phone and like, let all of that go with the end of that conversation and then yeah. have my relationship be what my relationship be is what my relationship is, you know? Um, and I still might be mad at him, but it's because of some, something going on with us, not something going on with two different people. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that that's, I think that's it's really no, powerful to know, like, Yeah, where the lines are. I think that my biggest mm-hmm. challenge um, at that time with my son was he was only 14. And so yeah. by letting go, I was subjected to loss of judgment from other people. Mm-hmm. So there was that, that scrutiny about I was abandoning my children, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, nobody knows what goes on behind closed doors, and we all need to honor that and respect that and know that. And here's the other piece of trust too, right? Is trusting other people to make their own life choices and decisions. That's, Mm -hmm. I think that's the same as if you're talking about Kelly, like you take on somebody else's stuff, right? But if we fully Mm -hmm. trust that our clients, that our sisters, that our children are going to make their choices on their own paths and we let go of that control, or that belief that we know better, everything mm-hmm. opens up. It opens up conversations. It opens our hearts up for uh, more room for compassion and understanding. And when mm-hmm. I'm specifically about my children, when my children know that I trust them to make good choices, I am empowering my children. And that means the world to me. Mm-hmm. Like having young adults that are confident in their decision-making process is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's, that's, that's powerful for sure. Sometimes always not so easy to do because, you know, as parents, having, having lived some years and having had lots of experience, we think we know better. I mean, we can always, like, offer our experiences and our wisdom if they're open to it. But if they're not, we just really get to trust that they're going to take care of themselves. hmm Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard one because we're just so uh, – <laughs> I think for me, well, for me what I realized was that I was so attached to specific outcomes and expectations. And I think that's what – Fearless Living really helped me with initially was the whole idea of expectations because I think that has a lot to do with trust as well. And just, uh, I would just, 
you know, I would be so involved with knowing, knowing what my children needed to do, in my opinion, and mm-hmm. not trusting them to, to make their own decisions. And I think I carried that way beyond, you know, the, the point of when they were really young and just having those expectations and being tied to specific outcomes of what I wanted them to do. And, and I think that is because you don't trust them. Yeah. And you don't trust the process of growing up, right? You just want to be yeah. in control. And that has yeah. a lot to uh-huh. do with trust. The opposite of trust is control, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Uh-huh. I, I think our our motivation is to protect our children, you know, from uh-huh. having hard times with bad experiences or our friends or family members or our clients, right? I think that that's the motivation. We want to save them. But when we let go of that, obligation or that belief that we have to save everybody we got a lot more space yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and really and the only did... person we can save is ourselves so to yeah. give them the gift of to give them the gift of you trusting them to be able to save themselves is probably going to help them have that confidence, right? Because you said, like, your children are confident in making their own choices. Then they're confident in being able to save themselves, right? So I think that that's really powerful. Yeah. I've had a lot of – my daughter, she's 25 now, and I have a lot of conversations with her. And when she's, you know, challenged with, you know, because there's a lot of drama with these girls in their 20s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has very low tolerance for that. And so sometimes when her friends, you know, say things that are, you know, hurtful or, you know, she starts making up stories in her head, she's learning that, okay, I'm making stuff up. Let me call mom mm-hmm. and um, she'll send me a text. Can I call you and vent after work? Like, so I remember, like trained with the lingo and everything. <laughs> I love that. I know, but the really great thing is that um, I know that she trusts herself, and I get to coach her in in learning to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she often, you know, calls just to to check herself rather than to ask mm-hmm. for any advice or for me to get on her side. Right? It really is just the whole listening to her process. And she yeah. trusts yeah. me to do that for her. Yeah, I think that's really well, awesome. I yeah, because I think that sometimes, like when um when you when you when you talk to some people, they like they want to fix it. They think you're you're looking for an answer, but really you're just wanting to talk it out. Um, yeah. Especially if you're someone who speaks to think like I do. Sometimes they just yeah. need to talk it out to hear you know, to hear what, to hear what comes out. Yeah. I often compare my relationship with my daughter with the relationship I have with my mother. Um, I can't call my mother and have those kinds of conversations because she'll give me, she will tell me what to do and give me her opinion. And then Mm -hmm. I'm expected, (laughs) expected to Mm -hmm. do it in that manner. Yeah. There's no space. For me, like you said, there's no space for me to talk it out or work through it. And so my mom is not somebody I go to for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Moms sense. can be a little bit of a struggle. 
<laughs> yeah, I think so. We all do our best as moms, so you know. We do, we do. And I think I think like well my my teenagers are at the point where they like don't want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. But um, the younger ones will still come to me. Um and and it's like, okay, well, let's let's use our problem solving, you know, side of side of our brain. What do you think, you know, could happen? Or what do you think? Yeah. and really I'm motivated by the fact that I'm I just don't want to make every single decision. Um yeah. because I feel like I feel like sometimes I'm I'm looked at by by all, you know, including my husband, um to be the one that makes every single one decision and I'm like that's that's a lot of responsibility and I'm tired. Yeah. You know, so I don't I don't I don't I don't like making all that decisions. Um <laughs> And so to, so it's it's somewhat selfishly motivated, but you know to be able to problem solve is such an amazing skill, and I'm really grateful that I have that skill, and and so you know I want them to develop that skill as well. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that being able to, um. Which is now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of funny because I do have problem solving skills, but I don't know if I, um, I don't know if I ever link that to trusting myself. Um, because mm-hmm. when I when I just said that, I thought, oh well, I have to trust myself to trust that these solutions that I come up with, that I can do them or that they'll work, right? And there's been lots of times in my life where I have been the type of person to go to someone else and ask them what think I should do um, because I don't trust that I can, that I can come up with the right answer or that the answer I've come up, come up with will work. So there's another way I can acknowledge myself because I don't necessarily do that so much anymore. Um, And we get to trust ourselves that if it doesn't work out the way we think it, you know, could or should, or we wanted it to, we get to trust that mm-hmm. we can make a different decision or a different choice along the way, too. I think that's a real mm-hmm. big part of it. And the trusting part is just because we make one choice or decision doesn't mean that that's the final answer, right? There's always mm-hmm. room and space for something more. And yeah. trusting that there's more than one answer is really a powerful thing as well. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes our, our best laid plans just are not the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, I think part, when you that's the mm-hmm. important part of it too is that <laughs> sometimes we trust our intuition and we've surrendered to the outcome. You know, to not being attached to an outcome, but when a specific outcome does result from our intuition at that point we can either choose to trust that or not and sometimes that's when we get our fear comes in and we start to second guess yep uh so it's not like it's always even though we've surrendered and we are practicing trusting there's still the fear that comes in and we're still triggered and it's just how quick can we recover from that and uh keep trying you know keep trusting our intuition again even when things appear to be the worst possible scenario, 
uh, trust that it was it's going to work out still. You know, I think that's when we really can be pulled back by our fear to the point mm-hmm. where we maybe stop trusting or we regress in listening yeah. to our intuition. So it's that, again, it's that how quickly can we recover and stay committed to our, our uh, int- you know, our intention of listening to and following our intuition and trusting that intuition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that always makes me think of, go ahead, Debbie. No, I just said, because we get tested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say that that makes me think of the other acronym for FLY, which is Frequency Intense, no, wait. <laughs> now I'm going to, Frequency, frequency length, length, and Intensity. And intensity. I was going to say it in the wrong order. Mm. Um, you know, like that goes with anything. Anytime we get tested or triggered or or a situation uh, shifts in the middle, right? Um, how 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 often are we getting, um, you know, is this happening? Or how long does it last before we realize it's happening? And, you know, how bad does it get before we realize it's happening, right? Um, you know, it, you know, or we can, if something can happen, and because something's always going to happen, but how do we handle it? Do we, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. And um, what do you think, since we're like almost out of time, we have like three minutes left. Um, what do you think is your number one tool that you kind of use? You may have already said it, but, but let's be really specific. What is that? What is that tool or that? What do you do when you're in those situations? Oh. I would say, if I'm really looking at trusting myself, I would say being being still and being quiet. Because mm. sometimes mm. I have a lot going on, and it gets me distracted. That you know, and that's when the fear starts creeping in, and I, I second guess myself. So really, getting quiet, and it's the surrender piece. Mm-hmm. I just trust yeah. that things will be okay. That I'm safe. I have to always remind myself mm-hmm. that I'm safe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I do too. I, love I think that. that yeah. Surrender. That's the best advice ahead, you could get right now. Well, I was just going to say I, I agree completely. I just think that faith, surrendering, and trust, just they go together. You know, you're, you've got to surrender your will which is knowing that you, you know, thinking you know it all, thinking you know what's right. So surrendering that will, surrendering the attachment to a specific outcome, surrendering the expectations, and then having faith. And for me, it's having faith in God and having faith in myself to be still and listen to, to the Holy Spirit when it, when it uh, you know, prompts me. And then trusting. And trusting is like going forward with it. You know, I trust it enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like we talk about how awareness and willingness, how awareness you're, you're, you're aware. And then the willingness is, is the action. Right. And so maybe that's, maybe that's the, the correlation with faith and trust. So faith is, is, is like, okay, I, I see this, I, I believe in this. And then trust is the action of, of faith. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I like that. I love that. Thanks. 
You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I contributed. Puts it all together. I love that you said that, though. I love, you know, like giving ourselves, giving ourselves time to, to have silence, to breathe, to remember, to ground ourselves, you know, whatever that might be, right? Um, I think is is really powerful to really reconnect with ourselves, reconnect with our intention, reconnect with, you know, um, our, our inner voice, right? That's what I, that's mm-hmm. a, my definition of intuition is that voice that's inside us, that's leading us, that's guiding us um, to the life that, that we are, to our, our purpose and, and I don't know to the life that we're meant to have, to the, to help us see yeah. the person who we really are, to get through all of those filters that, uh, that we've created through, uh, you know, situations and, and life to, to kind of clear that away and help us to see who we really are. Um, well, and the thing is, is that there's rarely a decision that has to be made in that instant. I mean, there's some, mm-hmm. but rarely are there decisions that have to be made without you being able to have a minute to think or to just sit for, you know, take a breath. Mm-hmm. Then when we actually give ourselves that time to think and to process, does the, does, does the answer change or does the, you know what I mean? Yes. Or it gets real clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I love that. All right. Well, we are completely out of time, ladies. Mm-mm. I thank you so much oh, for being on the show with us tonight. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, yes, yes. And remember, listeners, uh, Debbie's information is on our website. She is one of those lovely coaches who has actually written up a beautiful little thing and has all of her links there. <laughs> and uh, so please go check her out. You can follow her on Facebook. Um And uh, thank you so much for coming back each week. We appreciate it. Until next time, be fearless, everybody. Good night. Be fearless.